Welcome to the With Clarity and Purpose podcast with your host, Janet Borrego. Each week, I bring you an inspiring person or message to empower you to live life on your terms so you can be who you want to be, do what you are meant to do, and have the life you deserve to have. We will provide you with practical and cutting-edge approaches to continue getting clarity and direction on your path, mastering your mindset, and gaining confidence to tap into your inner wisdom so you can live on purpose. When I moved from Puerto Rico to Texas for my full-time job in the oil and gas industry, I had many insecurities. And if you would have met me at that time, maybe you wouldn't think that, but I did, my friend. And many insecurities were around my accent. Oh my God, I don't speak perfect English. I have an accent. I don't belong. Am I enough to be here? I had graduated with a chemical engineering degree from the University of Puerto Rico. And thankfully, we had a couple of us from Puerto Rico there. But I was with people from MIT, Georgia Tech, and I just had all these insecurities going on my head. And I remember earlier on, I used to take everything personally. I remember this day where I was in my office And I had this manager and I had sent him an email like probably two days ago and he hadn't responded. And I'm like, oh my God, why he hasn't responded? And I would see him walking like back and forth just in front of my office. And he had a pretty neutral facial expression. So you would never know if he's happy or sad one of those people that you're like, "Mm, I'm trying to interpret, but I don't know what that means. And he would be walking back and forth. And in my mind, I was like, well, he's there, but he hasn't replied to any of my emails. And I quickly started to make a story out of it. And I was like, oh my God, that's probably because I've done something wrong. Probably I said something that he's mad at me. And that's why he's walking in front of the office with that face. I just started to make a lot of stories out of a situation and none of those stories had anything to do with whatever was happening. Of course, that has happened to you, I'm sure, where something happens and you start getting a meaning out of it. But that meaning is just towards the undesired outcome. That meaning is not even objective. It's not true. And I remember just talking to him and telling him, hey, I sent you this email. Was that okay? Is there anything like I haven't heard from you? And he said something that even though was very direct, straightforward and raw, gave me a huge lesson, to be honest with you. And he was like, Janet, the world doesn't revolve around you. And I'm like, wow, it is true. I behave like that. Like, I think that Whatever everyone is doing is because of me. And it just gave me such a huge understanding and a huge lesson at that moment that everything that was happening, I was taking it personally and not in a good sense. 
I was literally projecting many undesired outcomes based on my own insecurities, based on my own limiting beliefs that I wasn't enough, that I didn't belong. And I was making up all these nightmares in my head that honestly, they were not the reality and they never happened. And I'm telling you this because we go through life making a meaning out of everything. And we have this narrative in our head that we keep repeating. This person didn't respond to my text because they clearly don't care about me. They don't love me. Like We just naturally, right? That's how the mind is wired. We want to understand why people are behaving the way they do. And to be honest with you, we don't have the answer to those, right? So it is important to avoid making assumptions. And something that I work with most of my one-on-one coaching clients is separating the narrative, the meaning that you're giving to that situation from the facts on that situation, right? And if I do that with the example I gave you, it looks like this. My manager didn't respond to my email. He was walking back and forth just in front of my office. That's it. Those are the facts. And I was creating many meanings and many stories out of those two simple facts that didn't mean anything. Now, it is helpful to create a narrative when you're empowering yourself to move towards the desired situation. But to be honest with you, most of the time we are imagining the desired outcome. Most of the time we are focusing on what we don't want and therefore we start seeing that and we start experiencing that in front of our eyes. Because as I always say, the mind is a mega computer and whatever you tell your mind to do is going to do and it's going to find the data as the evidence to prove that whatever you believe is true, even though may not be true. Because reality is very subjective. As I've mentioned before, we are projecting all of the time our beliefs, values, past experiences into the outside world, into the situations, into the people, whatever we perceive we are projecting. But here's the cool thing about showing up empowered. We can always control the narrative that we are telling ourselves. So I would like you to follow these steps that they are simple But I believe complexity is the enemy of execution. So we keep it simple. I am sure that you'll be able to follow through. Whenever you see yourself creating a meaning out of the situation, even though you know that the situation doesn't necessarily mean that, I want you to do step number one, which is separate the facts from the meaning or the narrative that you're assigning to that story. Step number two, decide to not make any assumptions at the moment. Step number three, if you have any questions, ask the person. Even if it's uncomfortable to you, just ask the person. Why are we trying to come up with answers all the time when we can just simply communicate and ask the person like I should have done with my manager at that moment? Hey, I noticed you haven't responded my email two days ago. Is there anything else you need? Did you see it? Just ask the question without making a meaning out of the situation. Because even when you make a meaning 
you show up in front of that person or you show up in that meeting believing your story and you show up differently. Your energy is going to be off because you're believing the story that you're telling yourself that you know is not a reality, right? So that's the next step, literally as a person. That's step number three. And the fourth step, if you're going to create a story out of the situation, if you're going to create a narrative, why not make it empowering, right? Like I could have said, he hasn't replied to my two emails. Yeah, he's busy. I'm sure he will, right? Like just simple as that. Or I could have said, well, it doesn't matter. Like maybe he's going through things, through personal things. I have no idea, but I'm sure he'll follow up with me. And if not, I'll ask. So many times we are visualizing the undesired outcome. Many times we are visualizing and focusing on what we don't want. Why not do the opposite? I love the story from one of my spiritual teachers. He's the one that I take all my NLP and HUNA trainings. HUNA is the ancient Hawaiian way of perceiving energy and reprogramming your spiritual, physical, mental, and emotional mind. So it's kind of neuro-linguistic programming, but with energy, which is super cool. I love it. Those two modalities are very interrelated. So he's a master of reframing. By the way, reframing is assigning empowering meanings to the situations. And when COVID hits, his business model in terms of training is in-person training. It's like, even when COVID hit, he continued doing in-person training, right? That's one of his values, like they need to be present. But he started recently to do online training. So he's also becoming flexible on that regards. But when COVID hit, they really struggling with people attending the trainings. Naturally, a lot of people were scared. This was something new. There was a lot of fear. And his team was worried, of course, because the company wasn't generating as much. And he used this reframe that really made an impression on me. And he told his team, hey, a lot of people may not be showing up, but those people are going to be the best students we have ever gotten. Because even though there is a lot of craziness going on in the world, they are showing up. And because they're going to show up, they're actually going to bring more money into the company because they're going to take the next training. These are the most committed students we have ever had. And even though attendance was lower during that time, the students honestly were so committed that they were purchasing more trainings and they were referring more people, right? So the quality was so much higher during COVID because they were more committed. And he could have focused on the total opposite. He could have focused on, oh my God, our business is going to fail like because of COVID, like we cannot make it, people are not going to come. He could have imagined the total opposite, the tragic side of this situation, of this equation. But instead, he decided to reframe it while focusing on what he wanted. And no kidding, they came out stronger than ever during and after COVID because they started focusing on the possibilities rather than the limitation. So that's step number four. If you really are going to create a narrative out of this situation, why not focus on the possibilities, right? Instead of focusing on what you don't want and your undesired outcome, start focusing on what you want. So just to summarize how you can control the narrative of 
everything going on in your life and show up more empowered and more in control is by following these steps. Step number one, separate the facts from the meaning that you're assigning to that story of that situation or whatever is going on. Step number two, do not make assumptions, right? That's what also you do by separating the facts from the meaning. Drop the meaning and do not make assumptions. Realize that whatever is happening doesn't mean whatever you were assigning that narrative to be. Step number three, if you really need an answer, or if you need to follow up with the person, ask the question. <laughs> we struggle so much with asking for a question, asking for what we need. Just ask it. It's going to save you so much suffering and so much wasted time that you are just in your mind imagining the worst nightmares, right? That, by the way, they'll never happen most of the time. And step number four, if you're going to assign a meaning to the situation, focus on what you want. Focus on the positive side of the coin rather than visualizing the worst undesired outcome ever. I hope this formula and this technique and these steps were super helpful. I want you to remember that every single day you're waking up and you're going through your days and there are many things happening in your life. And naturally and automatically, you're assigning a meaning to those things. You're assigning a story to those things. One of the coaches that I used to work when I was in corporate, he and his company would call it background conversations. All these conversations we have in the back that are assigning a meaning to the story, and most of the time they are negative. I want you to separate those things and decide to take responsibility for the meaning you're assigning to it, and also decide to be in control, realizing that we are not the victim of whatever is happening, that we can always control the narrative and control what we can think and do about it. I hope this episode was super helpful. If it was helpful and useful to you, please share it with your friends and family. I really appreciate you and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening at With Clarity and Purpose. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Sharing is caring. Please share with your friends and family so we can continue building an empowered community together. I'll see you next week.